Welcome to the Ask ZHR podcast. I'm Dr. Derek Gwynn with the Center for Healthy Relationships. Joining me today is Ana Rodriguez and Zach Linder, our graduate fellows and Ask CHR coaches. Uh, this week's question is, what do you do when you've outgrown a friendship? I think a lot of the time it happens naturally. Um, I don't think there's anything I had to do. I just think it was a separation that happened naturally. I feel like even on the other side, both parties can feel that it's kind of a a drift, I think. I think it's something that happens kind of organically. It depends on whether it's like not necessarily a healthy relationship or not. People that I know I may have had a friendship with, but aren't necessarily like, like it might be toxic in a way, then I definitely just take no time to like, you know, I, I don't waste my time on that kind of thing. So I'd probably be a little more blunt with how I would just like step away from that. Okay, well what I've done in the past with friendships I've outgrown, and this is not the best way at all, um, I kind of just like distance myself more. And by distance myself more, I mean just kind of like stop showing up for things or you know, like those kind of things. I think that in my case, most of the friendships or relationships that I have outgrown have mainly just been due to the fact that me and the other person, are, our paths no longer cross or we go in separate directions. Usually it's not because there was some sort of great tension that, you know, let us apart and we never speak again. So I think in the past, I've kind of just been in this state of avoidance, but I think college has kind of taught me a little bit about um, how, like, even though we're here for four years, everything feels like it moves so much faster than it has the rest of your life. And so there's just been people who I was really good friends with initially that we just aren't the same friends anymore. So the question we asked at the beginning of this uh, this episode was not the question that we started with. The question that came to us from a student was about the concept of ghosting and friendships. We've all heard of ghosting when it comes to romantic relationships or dating, where you have a date with someone, you're, you talk before it happens, there's lots of texting, maybe some emails, and then you have the night and you go out, and then the next morning, it's like that person never existed. And the, the question that was brought to us was brought by someone who had had an experience where they were feeling very ghosted in a friendship, where the other person just disappeared. And so what we want to talk about today is healthy ways to move forward when you've outgrown a friendship. Before we get into that, let me offer an idea about why ghosting or outgrowing of a friendship might happen. In research on romantic relationships and cohabitation, there's a concept called asymmetrical commitment, which means that one person in the relationship is more committed to the relationship than the other person is. When it comes to romantic relationships, the person who's least committed has all of the power because they can get the other person to do whatever they want because the other person will want to do things that make the least committed person want to stay. I think we see the same thing when it comes to friendships that oftentimes there's an asymmetrical commitment to the relationship where one person is more invested in it than the other. And what often ends up happening, and this is where ghosting came into it, the least committed person just drops out. 
And as we heard in the, uh, the student comments, there's a tendency for folks to just step away from a relationship. One of them even admitting that it's probably not the best thing to do. Yeah, I really liked that they pointed out or, you know, we're willing to admit this might not be the best thing, but I just kind of distance myself by not showing up anymore to things and just not. Um, and I'm glad that they put that that's probably not the best way because I don't think it is the best way as I mean, we even had a student, you know, having the question, what do you do when you've been ghosted? Because it hurts. It's hard. It sucks when somebody leaves and doesn't give you an answer. doesn't give you a reason. There's no explanation. Um, yeah. So I think that's good. I, I say all that and I even have on the flip side, I think what I think was a positive example, which was, um, I've talked about one of my friends before the friend that I made by asking if I could just have dinner with them, didn't know him at all, just sat with them. And we were, um, we were best friends, um, most of our time at JBU, but my senior year going into my senior year, um, I had a girlfriend that I was pretty serious with. And so, um, this friend of mine was also female. And so my girlfriend that I was dating wasn't comfortable with me spending one-on-one -on -one time with that friend anymore. So the friendship, I don't know that was outgrown, but it had to sort of, I had outgrown it in a sense. And so rather than just like not talking to them anymore, you know, at all, we scheduled the beginning of senior year, we scheduled the night where we were going to hang out like we used to one last time, but it was going to be like to talk about the fact that like, you know, this, this friendship wasn't going to be able to continue that way anymore. And so we both had that closure of like, here's why, here's what happened. I still value you, you know, but this just, just can't keep going. So. Zach, you make a, you make a good point. I think there are two ways that we outgrow our friendships. One is where as individuals, we grow apart. We may not share something in common anymore. We may not have the connection that we once had. And as we get older and, and develop and change, the relationship kind of slides to the, to the side. The other can be very external and be situational, where you, you outgrow the friendship because of where you find yourself. Um, in your situation, it was uh, pushback from a girlfriend. But I think in, in other situations, and this is going to be particularly relevant to seniors as, as they head toward graduation, when you graduate and move away and are starting your new career, it's very easy to not keep up with the friends that you've left behind because your focus is elsewhere and your attention is elsewhere. And in a way you're outgrowing the relationship because the situation has changed and what you need when you're a young professional starting off your career is not necessarily what you needed when you were a junior in Jay Alton. Yep. And even a micro example of that rather than the, the seniors leaving is even when you have class with someone for a semester and you see them regularly. And so you guys talk before class and, you know, it's not a deep friendship necessarily, but then you just don't have any classes the next semester together at all. And situationally, you just don't see one another and yeah. It just grew apart. And I think that's where I like the, the, the student that said the paths no longer cross. You were sort of on the same path for a while and then they went apart. That's okay. Another thing, another very common circumstance I think is when you change your major, um, mm -hmm. all of a sudden you've spent one year or two, you know, having classes with the same people. And then all of a sudden, well, you're not going to stay in a major you don't necessarily like because of the people and then have to figure out, okay, like, trying to make friends in this new department, but also um, it's almost like 
leaving college that you have to be like, okay, which are the people uh, from that department that I'm really gonna keep hanging out with one-on-one. And it's usually the people who become deeper friends rather than the people you just grab lunch with once in a while because you had just gotten out of a class together. And you can't juggle all of them, right? You can't, if you, if you were a biology major and now you're a business major, you can't hang out with every single biology person you had class with on a regular basis. You have to, you have to pick and choose and make some decisions. Yeah. But, and Anna, you, you brought up a point that I think is, is really relevant. Even if you don't change majors, as you get into your upper class coursework, oh, definitely. you're going to be surrounded by the people in your upper class courses and you're going to have a lot on your plate. I think of the, uh, nursing students who in their junior and senior years are invested in clinical work or are off doing work in a, in a medical setting as part of their education, they're not around to interact with folks. Mm-hmm. So a lot of their friendships are going to get strained and are going to be um, less focused on simply because they don't have the time. Mm-hmm. And even for students who, who don't have that experience, the senior engineering students who are on their senior projects and they're over in the art and, and uh, engineering barn, and they're, you know, if they're not in class, they're over there trying to get their project to work, they're going to run out of time to, uh, to connect with others. And as you said, Zach, you can't juggle them all. And I think that's how some of the students mentioned, like, oftentimes it just happens naturally. Um, the sad fact is that sometimes we don't know if it's just happening nat- happening naturally for us. It might not be happening naturally for the other person. They might be like, what the heck? What if this person's just like ignoring me now? Yeah. I think that's where at least I just like to offer to people that if you're noticing that there's a situation where you're not spending as much time. Well, yeah, I don't even know how to say this because, you know, if if it's happening naturally for me, I don't think about that -hmm. it's going. But I think maybe if you're on the opposite side where you're feeling like you're losing a friendship, reaching out, again, this idea that we keep coming back to of going for it, just reaching out and being like, hey, you know, like, I just want to talk about our friendship and being in a place of openness, not putting someone on the defensive, but like, hey, just help me understand, like, you know, and if they're like, hey, I've got clinicals three times a week, I just don't have much time, being okay with that, that response, and accepting that the relationship might be growing apart, and that's where it is, but to go out, to put yourself out there and ask, get clarification. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading this article about kind of like outgrowing those relationships and they were talking specifically about childhood relationships right like people that have these memories and that you kind of grew up with and don't necessarily want to lose those connections because you're like well we grew apart so because you're always going to want those people who knew you then even if you're a completely different person now but one of the points they brought up was finding a proper place for people in your life that outgrowing a friendship doesn't necessarily mean just like okay and now we don't hang out at all but it's like and being very very like explaining (laughs) being very good at communicating that place that you've found for this person in your life and um having that conversation I think Zach is like you mentioned with um your your friend who's a girl and like all of a sudden you have this other relationship and you're like well your place in my life um that has to change because we can't hang out all the time, right? Um, So having that conversation about what that place is, because for a lot of those people, you still want them in your life. You still want to have those memories that you had maybe the first two years. 
and having that conversation of like, okay, where can we fit best in each other's lives? Yeah. I think there's a, there's an intentionality in what you just described on a, a, of saying, you know, we can't have the relationship we used to have. So what can we have now? Yeah. And I think in, in Zach, Zach's situation to, to say something along the lines of, you know, it's not that we can't hang out, but we, our relationship will have to change for the benefit of this other relationship that I really want to invest a lot of time and energy in. Mm-hmm. And for the sake of that relationship and at the request of the other person in that relationship, then I'd like to you know, talk with you about how we can renegotiate our friend contract, so to speak, yeah. um, so that we can still retain our connection and understand that we're, we're good, but we're not what we once were. Yeah. Some of that is the, the nature of being, um, you know, transitioning from being single to being in a couple. Uh, another part of that comes with, as part of the couple, being willing and finding room to stand up and say, hey, this person has always been a friend of mine and will always be a friend of mine, and I'm not cutting them out of my life just to make you happy. Yep. And but this what wasn't... It, pardon? But what does it look like moving forward <laughs> right. to have both of those in hand? Mm-hmm. Yeah, even thinking about my my friend from back home, we had to negotiate that because we didn't both come to JBU, right? Mm-hmm. So we used to spend, like, we used to spend almost every day together, and now we're not. And so then we had to talk about, you know, what does it look like even when I was home because I couldn't just devote all my time to him because it was my chance to see my family. And so had to negotiate like, dude, I still, you're still my best friend. I still love you. But, you know, I need some days where I'm just able to hang out with my fam because this is my chance to do that too. Mm-hmm. I think one of the, the challenges with this question of you know, being ghosted in our friendship has a lot to do with expectations. And folks are generally reluctant to share their expectations because they don't want to expose themselves, but they also don't want to seem like they're putting demands on other people. And the only way to navigate them really is to have a conversation about them, uh, about what the expectations have been for the friendship, what the expectations can be for the future, uh, and, and what the possibilities are to maintain that connection and not just drop somebody off. Mm-hmm. And this becomes increasingly uh, a greater challenge as you transition out of college life. So, you know, Zach and Anna, you're you know, fairly close to your college years. You're in grad school. You're you're still connected with other students. But as you transition, as someone who has into your career and you and you move away, there are going to be friendships that that just sort of die away because they were really based a lot more on proximity than they were on a shared deep connection. And they may have been fairly frequent and they may have been very comfortable and very supportive, but it was the proximity that made the difference, not necessarily a specific investment in each other. And I think it's it's important, Zach, as you highlighted from the, the students' responses, this transition is often natural. It just sort of occurs. It doesn't require any intentionality from someone to, to end a relationship. Uh, in fact, I think we would make the opposite argument. It takes intentionality to keep a relationship going. What we would encourage folks to do is if they feel that they are outgrowing a relationship, to own up to it and talk with the other person. And if they feel like they're being left behind in a relationship, to also reach out and talk to the other person. One of the things that I think makes this whole experience so uncomfortable is the ambiguity of where the relationship is going. 
and often the feeling of, well, did I do something wrong? Or did I not do something I should have? Which leads to a lot of questions personally. So on either side of this issue, we would encourage you to have a conversation with other folks who are involved, to let them know what's going on and why, or to find out what's going on and why, so that you can relieve the ambiguity of the relationship experience that will make for uh, healthier individuals and a happier future. Thanks for listening to this episode. Ask CHR and the Ask CHR podcast are services of the Center for Healthy Relationships on the campus of John Brown University. If you're a JBU student and would like to talk with someone about the topic of this episode or about any interpersonal relationship question, our Ask CHR coaches are available for just that purpose. They'll guide you through a solution-focused conversation designed to help you find your solution to your question. Visit liferelationships.com slash askchr.